0: This week's episode of the One Broke Actress podcast, an honest account of actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, a.k.a. One Broke Actress. (laughs) It always feels so funny to say that out loud. And uh, this week, we're going to get straight to it because we are presenting a brand new format. Here's the deal. You guys are amazing, and I have been sent so many emails and DMs and Facebook messages asking me questions about the industry and business and agents and and all sorts of stuff. And to be honest, a lot of them I don't know the answer to. So to get you some different perspectives and some different answers, I decided to start having a couple roundtable episodes. This means I invited a couple actors to sit in a room with me. We pulled out a bunch of questions that you guys have sent in over the past year or so. And we're all going to answer them. Everyone has different experiences. Everyone's kind of coming from a different background. And we're going to kind of get some specifics from each of these people and their answers for you. So allow me to introduce your first guests for the roundtable. We have Sierra Payton, Montana Rush, and Jenna Mishno. Each of these ladies you might have heard before on a previous podcast or blog post, and we all met in Sarah Mornell's class who has been on podcast episodes from season one and season two. So these ladies are vetted, and I trust each and every one of their opinions. We sat down and we talked all things agents. We talked all things the big move to LA and dealing with social media, among other topics. So, let's get straight to it. Without further ado, please enjoy the first ever roundtable episode of the One Broke Actress podcast. Ladies, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Braving the traffic. Um, So, this is our first actor roundtable, so I've already kind of explained what we're doing. But will you guys do me a favor and just go around one by one and identify your voice for us? Um, Sierra, we've obviously heard you on the podcast before. So let's start with you. Just tell us a little tidbit about yourself. Um, People have already probably heard your episode, but we'll just start in this corner.
1: Hey, I'm Sierra Payton. I'm back. Uh, I'm back up in here. Um, Yeah, I'm an actor from New Orleans, been out in L.A. for a little while and just uh, here. Awesome. Yeah. If you want to share how long you've been in L.A.
0: Uh,
1: I've been in L.A. for eight years now. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man. Nice. Uh, Okay, me. Um, So my name is Montana Rush. Uh, I'm also an actor. Um, And I guess you can say I'm from San Francisco and New York. And I think I've been here for like five years now. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So crazy, I think I've been here the least amount of time. No way. Yeah. I'm Jenna. <laughs> Mitch No. I've been here the least amount of time. Um, <laughs> I am also an actor and write on occasion. Um I've been here just hit my four year mark.
0: Mm, yeah. Cool. So not not May- far behind. I'm like maybe I- totally. That's real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright,
3: we're
0: back in the game. I deleted yeah, the yeah. files. Cool. cool. Good. All right. Okay. So I've been here seven years. So, I guess we're like right on par. Cool, guys. Lots nice. of different represented things say. So, we are just going to pull a question out of this really cute bowl I have, and we'll so just fun. kind of riff off of it. There's no rules here. Oh, I'm right. so excited. <laughs> I love this. Okay. Um, oh, and for you guys listening, I have a loose mic today, so forgive the noises from mine. So,. Great first topic, Ooh, everyone's favorite have agents. Get agents. Them, <laughs> getting them, <laughs> keeping them, dropping them, being dropped by them. Ooh, so that's this, a loaded one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this question was sent to me a while ago from someone who uh, wasn't sure if they if they were ready to have an agent. Mm. So we mm. can just start there if you guys want. Sure. So where did you guys get your first agents from? <laughs> that's so. Um,
2: interesting. I'll go. So I got my agent from my manager. And so essentially how that process went and I'll just quickly say that I got my manager um he and I found each other um at one of those one of those showcases but like you know a carefully selected showcase where I mm-hmm. knew that my chances were as like high as they could be for the amount of money that I was paying to be there. Um, But after he and I met, and obviously at that point, I think I was about a year into LA. So I was really, really like extra crazy neurotic and like super on (laughs) myself about time and like needing everything to happen. You know, I had so many things that I was like, gotta do this now, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Um, So probably immediately after my initial round of questions to my manager, my question was, of course, so can I get an agent? And he was like, well, let's just get you set on self-taping, you know, right. introducing you to these casting directors out here in L.A., all of that, because um, all of my all of my experience was theater. Um, and then we can work on that. So after maybe a couple months, he sent me to Sarah Mornell, who's our amazing coach that we all have in mm-hmm. common. Um, he started setting up meetings for me. And I went to a few different places and finally met with my agent that I have now. And um, it was just like, you know, you go in, you talk to them. They've probably seen some of your tape. And it's whether or not, I personally believe that it's whether or not you really felt something from them, from the agent. Totally. Mm -hmm. From the representation, Mm -hmm. rather than like, was it one of the top big boys companies you know what I mean or was it some small company it's really just like was there a connection it's almost like dating it is honestly like dating like the chemistry has to be there and I think that a lot of people get freaked and one first of all are like oh I need the full team now like I could I I wrote out my first pilot season and smashed it with just my manager And, like, didn't need the agent. And I'm very glad that he actually told me, like, just chill. We got that when it's time. But, like, yes. But so many people are like, no, I need that now. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be WME. It needs to be CA. It needs to be Abrams. It needs to be whatever. When that's just not the case to me, I think.
3: Yeah. I agree.
2: I just signed with my
3: first agent
1: nice.
3: like a couple weeks ago, nice. <laughs> which sounds crazy
0: for things. I mean, it sounds nuts for as long as I've been here a little bit. I, I think know. it sounds nuts if you haven't been in LA before. Yes. Totally. But I think once you've been here a couple years, any of that is a huge victory no matter where you're at in your journey. Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, the whole rep journey for me has been was really tough, was really tough. I was in LA two years without any reps. I had a commercial agent and that was it. And it was Sarah Mornell who was literally submitting me once a week for everything, for everyone. And, And we worked so long and so hard on developing a really strong package, like an amazing reel, like spot on pictures. At that point I was already producing some of my own work and I just kept getting the same feedback, which was like, we just really don't need her type right now. We're not looking for people in her category at the moment. So I kind of had to ride that out. Um, and then after submitting for about a year and Sarah really pushing for me, I finally, I found my manager who was amazing. And it again, like it just, it clicked. And I had wow. had a few meetings at that point and I was starting, at, like meetings were starting to generate. Um, But it was like, he was one of the first people I met with. And I was like, oh, done. He gets me. He's excited about me. And I could tell he he works really hard on his end. And so, yeah, I was with my manager for, I guess, almost two years before even thinking that I needed an agent.
2: See, I was psychotic. I thought that. No, no, no. Like, so seriously, it's only in this past maybe over a year that I've really been able to slow down and um not lose my drive and my hunger and my passion and love for this job that we all have and are building for ourselves but like understand that it's a marathon not a sprint and I was just like so psychotic like honestly even though we're still on the agent thing um, I also was like, my other question to my manager right away was like, when do I need to join SAG? Like right now, yeah. <laughs> right now, I'll Should do i do it right now. <laughs> oh Am I not God. an that's actor weird. until then? And, yeah. um, yeah, you know, that's a real feeling. Yeah, no, it that's is. a real thing. And t- to be honest, like I've now done several things for, you know, Netflix and different studios. Um, and I'm still not SAG. I'm nice. still not SAG. Like, listen, they're knocking on my door. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. But like, um, it's something where, again, that was another conversation that, uh, Jared, my manager and I had where he was like, when we have the job where it's like, okay, she's going to be on this for like at least a couple months, maybe a year, if not more. Cause you know, four year, whatever, um, that's when you'll go ahead and do it. But, like, something like that, again, is so important. Everyone gets that way, though.
3: I felt that way before I had reps.
2: I was like, am I not a real actor
3: until I am represented?
2: Well, that's, like, that's a huge thing because it's, like, oh, we require – our job is so crazy that we require a lot of, like – uh, like emotional support, you know what I mean. So I need a lot of validation. Any, I like you know, that we that need so Canada's much validation of our eyes. No, but like, but like, it's so true. So like, any any quantifiable thing outside of ourselves, mm-hmm. like we, I mean, God bless freaking actors because like we have to psych like psych ourselves up so much, be our biggest fans so much, and that's so real because like again, like I said, they, we seek so much outside validation. Yeah. And so much of our job is from outside validation. So anything like SAG, getting that agent, booking, or booking, yep. or getting in the room is like so huge in our brains. But yeah, I was extremely psychotic. I, was just
1: like, I, I would head. say for um, my agent journey has been insane. Um, I started with an agent down in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and it happened because I was. Uh, when I was 16, 15, 16 years old, I was a hostess at a local pasta restaurant in yes, New Orleans you were. called Semolina <laughs> Pasta. And were we you had. You restaurant again? Yeah. <laughs> restaurant? I love it.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: it, that's what it was. Um, and it was just like a really cool pasta place. Like, we just kind of like. Flipped pasta on its head. We had a hamburger pasta. Oh anyway. my God, I want that right now. Uh, yeah, it was it was, it was was pretty dope. And um, I was in New Orleans and I used to like just chill at the hostess stand. And um, this woman used to come in like almost every day during her lunch break. And she like gave me her card so many times. And I knew I wanted to be an actress, but I was just like terrified of it. So I didn't really know like what to do. And it was just interesting. Like I just never like, really took her up on it. And I did, at one point, like, went to her office, because it was down the street from where I lived, from where I worked and where I lived at the time, and uh, just kind of like... I'm kidding. Yeah, 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 exactly. I know, I I probably did live there, honestly. (laughs) No,
2: but to be like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So, um, and it was like a summer job, you know, and and actually, I did work during the school year, too, but... um, So... Uh the the big hurricane down in New Orleans happened. Uh I I was away at college and it came back during Mardi Gras. Okay. And uh this was two thousand six and she called me, like she was searching for me and she was just like, Hey, there's a there's a movie that's auditioning and they want your type and so I was like, Okay, well what do I do? <laughs> she was just like <laughs> she was just like, You go to this audition and I literally – I mean, the hurricane stuff, that's a whole other story. But I was just, like, in a different mind space. Mm-hmm. And so sure. I, I, like – didn't go to the audition for like four hours and she like called me and was like they're waiting for you like y- you know oh my god and it's so
0: funny because you would never do that now no, no exactly any of this process yeah. you would have been all no no, no
1: and I just I like begrudgingly went you know oh my god and can so- you imagine <laughs> this
2: <Yeah. is> like <laughs> I guess I'll go to yeah, yeah. this is like yeah. when
3: I was a kid how I thought it would work someone like hunting you down yeah. it's amazing <laughs> like, it was i like you, Sierra me yeah. Sierra <laughs> and then <laughs> she was discovered it was like wait
1: no I've been like banging down doors but that's me. yeah, I mean, yeah. That's so I I mean long story short I got that job yes. and um and this agent repped me for that job and then speaking about SAG which is hilarious uh not so long after that I booked uh my first like commercial it was a national commercial and months after that I got a residual check in the mail, and I was so confused because I was like, "I don't. Does this belong to me?" Because <laughs> I literally like I called that agent, and I was like, "I just got like I just got money. I just got like a nice. <laughs> Do you want this back? Check, and you know I'm not SAG yet, and I don't know. And it had like SAG AF because you know it was like yeah, a residual yeah, yeah. check uh-huh. or whatever. And I was just like, I don't know if this is right. And she was like, Yes, it's it's right, you know. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, word. And I was like, Okay. And so um, New Orleans at the time was like a wild, wild west, you know, as far as uh, productions and agents and stuff. And they were breaking all kinds of rules Mm -hmm. left and right. And um, at one point, like, this other guy was like, I'll rep you. And so, like, I didn't know the rules. And so I had, like, two agents and, like, two people, like, submitting (laughs) me down in New Orleans. Like, it was nuts. And then, like, like, they start fighting. Like, it was just, like, crazy. And so – but that guy was, like – like taking so much money from all these actors and then I booked a job through him and like it was just like it was nuts the whole thing was nuts and so um I didn't know all of this until I moved to New York and Mm I um I was I went to North Carolina School of the Arts we had a showcase then I got like a real legit agent through that showcase Mm -hmm. which I didn't even know really what that was but everybody's like you have legit representation and or at one point they kept calling it like uh straight rep- representation. In New York Ooh. they do yeah. that still. They thought yeah. like it's legit agents. Whereas yeah, exactly. here it's theatrical versus yeah. commercial. Oh and I was so, like, I yeah. hope yeah. I have a legit agent. I yeah, so I you know, and I so I signed with an agent uh in New York and um, and she was cool and but also like a little crazy too and um oh, aren't they all they, they all yeah <laughs> I
2: love you all you agents yeah, you're just I as love, crazy I as love we are too.
0: honestly you know? we're all
1: in the same crazy boat they are they nice. are so I had her in New York and then I had this agent down in New Orleans and then long story short I ended up coming out to LA setting up with a manager that was through my agent in New York Ended up uh, breaking up with my agent in New York. Broke up with my agent down in New Orleans. Breaking up, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Real. It's dating, guys. real, It was real, especially my new. Yeah. When I broke up with her, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, it was, mm-hmm. it was. She gave me the fire, um, oh, man. And <laughs> God, big I'm time. so bad with confrontation. I would hate that. Thing. It, it was awful. She got on the phone with me, and I was like, "We, you've been yelling at me for thirty minutes now. I think I need to get off the phone." Um, then. I ended up getting another agent down in New Orleans, who I'm still with, Mm -hmm. um, Del Del Corral, and then um, leaving my manager for my manager's assistant.
2: The shuffle. (laughs) And then soap opera. So I was with
1: him, and then I signed with like another like big agency, and I was with them for like a couple years, and then they dumped me when I was like I had a torn ACL. And I was, like, on crutches, and they were just, like, What, were you, you know. playing
0: basketball? They dumped you for that?
1: Yeah, I was, you're like, yeah, they she, did. She,
2: she, we, she's of no use to us anymore. It, that was exactly, she's like. in the maimed category now. And it was so
1: crazy, because <laughs> while I was insane. on crutches, I actually tested for a freaking show. Of course. And I rolled, like, I came up in there, like, on crutches, and I was just, like, just so y'all know, like, this is. And this they were, like, me. they were, like, well, we're going to be, like, shooting in, like, three weeks. Are so you going to be good? And I was, like. Yes. uh yeah uh, you know and I still like I still hadn't had yeah, my surgery great. yet so I was just like and I remember the doctors were like this is gonna be like a six-month process and I was just like, like oh, yeah we gonna we gonna do problem. that and so after I tested for that and didn't go through um about a couple weeks later, you know, they all got on the phone with me and they were just like, we're just not enthusiastic about you anymore. Jesus. And like you got your injury and stuff. And I was like, it's so crushing. I was like, OK, so uh, y'all are just going to knock me while I'm down. Cool. Got that. So I was just like rolling with this, my my old manager's assistant <laughs> and um, then ended up getting with the agent that I'm with now nice. through him and through a casting director that suggested him. And then a while, like about a year had passed and I was like, let me leave my manager that I'm with now or that I was with at the time uh, because there was just craziness going on. And so I was just like rolling with my agent for a little while. And this past October, I signed with the new management company. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So So, it's been a journey. It is.
2: I mean, like I'll say that because I think one thing that's really... uh, I think we all know this now since we've been in the trenches for a minute. Um, But the representation is such a, again, like I was saying, there's so much that's outside of us that we seek and need in order to just kind of like quantify our careers and our progress, so to speak, um, that we can't control. But Mm -hmm. the one thing, there's some things that we can control and definitely representation is one of them. So for sure, like, if the question is, you know, like, when am I ready to get an agent? What agent should I have? Does having an agent make me better, you know, better, in quotes, um, all of that. It's really just, like, you know, they work for you, you, with you, but, like, also – you know like you have to be able to know that that is something fully in your control so yeah. if you're not feeling it but like you're meeting with an agent mm-hmm. at WME like don't don't sign with them yeah. you know what i mean like cuz if, yeah. Yeah. if you if you mm-hmm. cuz i know so many people who have been like oh i went to abrams and you know had this meeting with them and they're interested and i'm like did you like them and they're like ah they were on their computer the entire time. Yeah. Very I mean that short. happened to me with
1: uh when I met with one of those big agencies in yeah. New York. That's how it was. And um but even when I had my when I was with the bigger agency out here in LA, um, I mean, I was with them for a couple of years and you know, I was one of like many of my type. And mm-hmm. so and at, at times it was just like, Wow, that's this is tough. Like, how am I gonna be like in the same boat with these actresses and like going up against them and, you know, yeah. for these roles. And they really did like, just kind of put me in a niche with these other girls. I mean, it was just like, Oh, well we rep these 10 black actresses right. and these are y'all are all going to be going out for these roles. And shortly before I had tested for that thing, um, I actually had like a sit down with like all of them and and I brought my manager with me and I was just like, hey. Because my feeling was is that I was getting lost in a shuffle and right. also um they were only categorizing me as one thing and not really understanding like You got more. You know, yeah. yeah, you know, and, and I was just like I mean like my last straw was when they like they kept sending me out for like the black girl on the high school show, you know? And I was just like, I don't play eighteen. Like I don't you just play don't understand my yeah. type at and all. And I was just like, that's not and so I just sat down and I was like, you guys have to really tap into, you know, different ways to really market me because right now I don't feel like you guys know how to. Ooh, and I was like, and I'm, I'm also trying to discover that too. And I was just right. like, you know, let's just go from the standpoint of like what I look like, you know, what people say I look like, you know? And, and a lot of people would say like I me, mean, I've gotten it a couple times, like a, like a, a young Gina Torres or like a Rosario Dawson type or whatever. So I'm just like, Let's start there. No, but see, that's
2: that's the thing that I'm talking about is like you that's that's what you need to have though with your rep is that relationship. And before that, it's the relationship to yourself to know like, shoot, all right, I'm rocking with this agency. And like, yeah, they've been sending me out. mm -hmm. Yes, I'm repped. But something's not right here like you know i had i've had to have conversations with my agent before just to be like yo why haven't you sent me out in x amount of time but my manager is just banging out call sheets or not call Mm -hmm. sheets but appointments Mm -hmm. to me you know what i mean but it's not something where you should shy away from that type of conversation you have to be able to have it because again they are something that you can control and it's your career in the end. So exactly. yeah. if they're not if they're not getting it, then do something. Yeah. About
3: it. I'd say early on, it's really important to remember that yes, everyone says, Okay, they work for you, they work for you, but you're also you're a team. Like yes. they're they're not getting paid until you get paid and they're you know they should be working equally as hard as, as you so
2: just to highlight that you should not be paying your agent until no, they oh just yeah, absolutely there's no, no, no. there's one for you make sure you're not paying your agent unless if it's coming out of the
1: commission from exactly. your job yeah. exactly cuz there I've, are, yeah, people get there away are those that. people there are right.
3: those, a lot well, of sketchy people out there no you have to be so careful but i think like a benefit for me of it be taking so long to find the right reps is that I had to work my ass off on my own. And you
2: know yourself now. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
3: And there's something about like if you are just moving to LA or you are starting out, take the pressure off of yourself of I need to get reps right now and focus on being in class, working your ass off, writing if you can write at all, producing mm-hmm. your own material and getting some
0: like incredible footage.
2: Yeah.
3: And um, all of those things will yeah. also
0: put you in front of people that you actually want to be in front of. Exactly. Not just so like absolutely. the people who pick up new actors, yeah. toss them out to the wind because I've, I've had bad agents, especially commercial agents, who just, they just pick up actors like fish yeah. in a barrel, just shoveling right. them in and yeah. then they just go with it. I mean, have you guys ever asked for submission reports before?
2: I have never asked for a submission no. report, but here's I the, need like, to do that. To be fair, um, I mean... <laughs> A lot of people have no idea what I look like. I'm very much in that category of, like, exactly what's being asked for in the rooms Mm -hmm. right now. You know, just extremely Mm -hmm. ethnically ambiguous. Mm -hmm. I can still play a teenager. You
0: you guys are both living me and Jenna's dream right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like,
2: like just, you know what I mean? Just, like, so I haven't had to ask for a submission report yet. But, like I said, like, I still have those times where I'm like, yo, how come one end of the team is lagging Mm -hmm. when the rest of the team is, like, fully in it? Kick yeah, but communication, communication is major, just and
0: like in a relationship. Just exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I
2: mean, I'll go going, going back to Sarah. I think one of the biggest things that I was super super lucky to learn, um, I, I mean, I basically got my representation a year into being out here. So. Right at the same time as starting was the understanding of how to have a relationship with your agent, because this is another conversation that I have with a lot of friends. They're always like, "Wow, how come you like are on a first name basis with your uh, insert manager or agent's assistant?" And I'm like, "Dude, because like I know they're in it with us. Like, yeah, you have to do that, and you know, like Sarah, t- You're teaching team. us to, you know, go in, have FaceTime with them past like your initial meeting." Yeah. Um. you know just go in don't take up their time understand that they're working not only for you but for everyone else on their roster but like pop in with some freaking green juices or like you know mm-hmm. whatever other LA bougie we want <laughs> go say hey and like because that will help you know like especially when you are someone who's like in the category with maybe five other people on their roster and you guys yeah. are doing the same thing like I swear, just even that little bit of interaction with whoever's on the team—the assistants, the actual major agents or managers—it just puts you a little bit on that in that pile, closer to yeah. the top. Because they're like, "Oh well, she's in my face more, mm-hmm. right?" And, and not in a distracting way, but in an appointed, calculated, very out of sight, clear, out of mind. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah,
3: I've never asked for a submission report, but I've always been very on top of communication with yeah. my manager um you know I think it like you said they have a lot of people and careers that they're balancing and it's it's always it's like riding the wave it's going to be busy at some points it's going to be slower but I think what you can keep consistent is your work and just keeping those lines open and asking them like what are you seeing right now like what are you seeing for me what are you running into what issues are you running into getting me appointments getting me into the room when it is slower and also when you have those conversations pull your weight, say, you know, cause this is what I've been working on. This is what I've yeah. been writing. This is what I've been shooting and yeah. producing this project, this indie pilot. That's presentation. what was so important
1: for me when yeah. I did start seeking new management, because you know, for me, it having a manager and an agent before it, it was like just having two agents, you know? Sure. And so I was deliberate about getting with and uh, a manager or a management company that had access to production deals, packaging, you know, productions, mm-hmm. and um, and just like having their hand in, in producing in some kind of way, and uh, or even like the financing aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. And so, um, so you know, really, and I think I want to say it was Sarah that gave me the advice to do this, but to just talk to the cast and directors that always bring me in. And ask them, like, you know, who should I get with as far as management? But and not you know,
0: when lot, you really. came in for an audition. Like, no, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. no. And that you know, exactly, right. exactly. And people <laughs> no. that
3: you've obviously created a relationship yes. with and are fans of yours. Yes. And-, yes.
1: and so I did it in a way where, you know, I reached out to a casting director and I didn't even like reach out with that question. I was just like, hey, mm-hmm. can I treat you to lunch? You know, because I had some real questions I wanted to ask about my career and just like, you know, how can I like what were they seeing and how can I get to the next level? And um, mm-hmm. I went in and we had lunch and um, they invited another casting director that, nice. you know, I go in for a lot. And they were just like, hey, let's meet with Sierra. And I was like, awesome. So I was like telling them like what I wanted to do what was the next level I want to go to. And then I was yeah. like, and management. And they were just like, oh, you should get with this management company. And they actually recommended three people to me. And um, so I reached out to the three of them. And it was just the the one that I ended up with. It just happened to be um, like the right fit. And what was so funny was that, you know, I really, like I said, I wanted that aspect of like them being involved Mm -hmm. in some type of producing, packaging, something. Well, they're like – part owners of this actors like production company. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, "Oh damn. All right." So, you know, but it is still contingent upon me, you know, to well, just do I'm, the work and present the projects to them exactly. that I want to do, you know.
2: I think that's um especially right now with the way everything is with entertainment. There's a billion ways to watch anything. Mm-hmm. Um that the the role of the actor is so evolving right now mm-hmm. um, because we're always, it's just crazy, right? Cause we've all been on set and we all know that like we can easily disappear in the machine, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't show up as the actor and you haven't already made your choices, done your work for your job outside, and then boom, when you're on set, you can collaborate and be in the moment, but you've made your choices. You can easily just be a puppet the entire time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are still always the face that are is drawing the audience, right? Like, for whatever reason, most of the time, it's the actors that the audience are like, oh, God, yes, I want to go see this person. Mm-hmm. Bless us. Um, mm-hmm. But, you, but yeah. you, you like, you know, so then it's weird because, especially right now, we are in a place where we should and can be writing our own stuff, yeah. be shooting it, be doing these podcasts, be doing anything, but to me, what's crazy is that actors haven't been doing that this whole time. Uh, maybe not because, well, because there hasn't it's been, been the same act. it's been different. Now it's, it's like different. there's no excuse not doing. But to, like, be to yeah, me, to me, it's it, it's something where it's like okay, so because I also I I also like writing and I also like directing. Those mm-hmm. are eventual goals once acting is solid, more solid for me. Um, is that. If you're a writer or you're a producer or you're a director, an editor, you have your calling cards and like, yes, we have a reel as actors, but that's not your own stuff, so to speak. Or you're like hanging on and you're like, well, I don't have a reel yet because I haven't worked And that's just not even
0: a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no, like, I hate to say there's no excuse not to have a real. But there's no excuse. There's There's no no excuse. There's no excuse. excuse. You have to, I mean, if you, so say say you move to LA tomorrow, for example. Tomorrow, you get to LA. Yeah, okay, take a fucking couple days. Yeah, like, (laughs) find Find a place place to live. live. Find a grocery store. Get on your feet. If you're me, you buy oatmeal and eat it for your first 16 meals because you're so scared of spending money. (laughs) And then. You know, you'll find a job, whatever. But then find a friend, look yes. online, look on the casting websites, look on Look on Actors Access, find a student film. And even if you don't like... So say you move here and know no one, Yeah. Mm-hmm. the people who are making those movies, you still have those contacts of students. You can contact yeah. them and be like, hey. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Can I shoot something with you real quick? Like in a in a more collaborative way in an email, but you can reach out. you can join Facebook groups online. Mm-hmm. There are so many Facebook groups of so actors. Yeah, I bad. have one that's called a bunch of broke actors. There's so many, but you can get on there and be like, "Hey, Saturday, I'm gonna rent a camera let's shoot something and yeah. then you have a reel it can yeah. be 20 seconds yeah. for my
3: reel I will a I did the same thing like I wrote a web series and shot it right. literally with my friends spent no money on it and I think got great material
0: can sometimes be a little
1: overwhelming because it sounds like yeah. a lot of work. it sounds like a lot yeah. of work well that's exactly. that's what my my Three problem has been I mean I literally have like a couple projects that I've started the treatments on started mm-hmm. the outlines on and then I'm just like oh, everybody's doing a web series. Yeah. I don't but want to be But then it's like, that, start no, 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 with no, no, just you know? writing a scene. and it's But just, just that's
2: like, but
0: call it a series. That's what it, no,
2: you call mean, it a series or oh, whatever. Exactly. But the point is, the, the thing is like, there's no excuse for us not to have our body of work. Because if you're a director and you go in, well, yeah, okay. If you're a director and you go in to pitch your film for financing or what have you, okay, yeah, you're going to have your treatment. You're going to have everything. But also like, for the most part, people expect you, even if you're a, just a new director or what mm-hmm. have you, to have some type of proof. And I think that it's something daunting for actors, right, to kind of attack it that way as well. It's daunting because we're like, well, no, we have to wait for the auditions and the projects. Or like, oh, I don't want to do these sketches or these series because everybody's doing it. But also, like, it's something where if you're in control, again, it comes back to what we can control. It's like, if you can control... What pe- When you go into these rooms or when you go into a meeting with potential rep or developing more of a relationship with these CDs, these casting directors or anything, if you're like, well, here is this, like, right? You're like, I'm an actor and here's this thing that I did that was mine. That is so empowering, yeah. number yeah. one, to yourself and to your artistic soul that um, it's just going to and it's sexy to be more here. than just an actor. No, to be a yeah. filmmaker. No, it but is. that is, it is. That is yeah. where we're at right now, right? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, again, it's just, there. It, you have to have some type of proof. And I think it'll ground you if you're, like, able to just be like, listen, it's not amazing. It's not whatever. It's not super high quality, maybe. There's really low budget. But here's mm-hmm. this thing.
1: Yeah. And
2: this is what I have. And that, And then it also gives you just, like, then when you are in those meetings with casting directors where... You're trying to establish like what you want for yourself in that interaction it's a little more clear and they also see this proof
1: yeah and, and that, the thing like when I first moved out here well two years in i I did a um, a one woman show like a theatric like a, a mm-hmm. play you know. Yeah and very emma stone la la land of the yeah ex- <laughs> oh my god well that's funny because my one of my best friends for like two years he was like you need to see la la land this yeah. is your life and i was just like okay they and, ripped then, off your story. and then when i watched it i was like oh my god this is my life and i think she's using the same theater that i was <laughs> um but you know i did it i just i learned from that experience that i did yeah. it wrong like i really well, not wrong i all the intentions were right behind it however you know la is not a theater town no and you know looking back i'm like man that really should have been a web series that should have been you know but then you learn and that's part of the process and
3: also work begets work
1: as soon as you start a lot of you know cast directors did come and see that and people still talk about that show you know to this day so i have a question yeah sorry
0: how come it can't be a series
1: You know, and that's one of the things. I was working on changing it into something like that. You know, and, um, you know, I mean, that's something that I'm open to discussion and and even open to help with it because, I mean, the whole thing was about, you know, me having a father that was incarcerated and talking about that, but presenting it in a way where it wasn't this, like, sad, suffering, Mm -hmm. like, watch me, like, Right. melt on stage but that's, you know that's that's our you know.
2: job is to like make sure that we take mm, an individual experience and not lose the universal mm-hmm. and i mean that's when you can qualify like yeah. your your quality of that yeah. but yeah no there's they, you should definitely be able to do that i definitely
1: I, I want to and, and a lot of people responded to it they responded yeah. to the fact that like seeing somebody share those things as if it was like life and like how to like make light out of it you yeah know? because that is so, life it's never yeah. one thing it's yeah never
3: tragedy or comedy you know it's always a little bit of both yeah and when you can like accurately show that in a story it's
1: so compelling so that's the next step with cool. it you know yeah. I mean I've been well for the last two years I've been creating it making it into a feature film so hell yeah but you know it's like what else can I yeah. no
3: and I mean
2: the, so. the thing too is like you know what I think is great is that we are all here and we can sit and we can talk about the things that we're developing and working on or have worked on and I just think that there needs to be so much pride and confidence in that and not yeah. to shy away from those no, things yeah because uh otherwise like what what's the point you know what i mean like
1: and what you were saying earlier too i mean my big thing in writing that and creating that was i was and i hate using a term like being a frustrated actor cuz i just feel like that's what we're always painted in. <laughs> but um but it it was i was getting painted as this like one thing you yeah. know like going in for this one thing all the time and that was hard because it was, and even at times just getting discounted as like, oh, she's just a pretty girl, you know? And I've had casting directors say that, you know, I had like a casting director was like, you know, she's pretty. She should just be like a host on a TV show. And I was just like, what? Oh God. And so for me, I was just like, no, like, yeah, this is, this is really who I am. Like this chick Mm -hmm. who's trying to keep it all together while she has a father who's in prison. And is, like, fucking lost and, like, trying yeah. to, like, plant myself into a career that's, like, crazy. And so I was, like, look, let me let me show you all, like, yes. really, like, who I am. And And so it was, like, a lot of people respected me more for that. And then I was, like, starting to get, like, you know, the more realer roles instead of, mm-hmm. like, the lead guy's girlfriend that's like, "Yeah, right. I just want some Prada, you know, like... Yeah. Because that's not who I am, and I'll play it, but it's right, like, right. that's not... Totally, and know? especially
3: when you're first starting out, everyone's going to try and tell you what type you are mm-hmm. and what you're going to go out for and what you're going to book. And, like, I found, too, when I started auditioning some of the roles, I was like, I'm not booking this because this isn't who I am, and there's right. going to be another girl who walks in who is that person. So through writing and creating your own stuff you can figure it out because people don't know. And when you know solidly, this is who I am, this is what I bring to the table, mm-hmm. this is what I will play, and this is what people will respond to. Yeah. Then then people will understand. And then those parts will start to come. And exactly. but you have to be the first one to yeah. create mm-hmm. and also
2: if you have that, then for the for these powers that be who are not us, who are, you know, circulating in our in our worlds of making sure our career goes and happens, mm-hmm. you can actually like Present them with like, oh, you didn't Look. see me as see? this, but I'm fucking quirky, exactly,
1: exactly.
0: And just to play devil's advocate on the end of this piece yes. is that yeah. for those of us who don't like writing, don't like filming their own stuff because I hate it. I hate. I no, it's it's, up, it's extremely I daunting. Be, yeah. I it really like, is. I don't enjoy. I shouldn't say I don't enjoy writing because I do have the website, but mm-hmm. I don't enjoy writing scripts. I've yet to find joy, in it. and maybe one day it's, I will. T- it's challenging, it and really I just—I have so much. And so for me, I had to find some other way to do some type of work for myself. Right. And I will say that if that is—if you're not—if you don't find a moment of happiness out of writing a script if oh, there's not something it. Out of it, then this world is already so hard you don't have to do it but you know what you can do make friends who enjoy to do that exactly, exactly. and find something else that you can do that informs your work in some way right like, this is the thing that I've found for right now but I think like because the people who are really good at being YouTube stars yeah are good at it because they like it yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. not because and they're also, like oh like, fuck it doesn't necessarily just mm-hmm. because
2: someone is a YouTube, I was gonna say Vine, wow. Just because someone yeah. is a YouTube that's star, gone, right? or yeah, that's gone. I'm such an old word, that <laughs> that's gone. Or <laughs> an Instagram star, or what have you. It, you know, that doesn't again, when because that's something that like got into my head, right? Was like, mm. Jesus Christ, like, why are these people who are with like millions and millions of followers and views? Because like I've gone, I've gone to their YouTube channels mm-hmm. yeah. and actually watched the full thing, and I'm like, "Bless your hearts, you you did it." But also, uh, mm-hmm. let's it's talk, garbage. Let's
0: talk about that. Let's use that as our next little segue. Let's talk about social media and how that affects and informs all of us and what we do. So I've struggled with having an Instagram that's like look at me as castable, but also yeah. I'm a girl who has dogs and my house is dirty a lot of the time. And right. like, how do you be genuine and present this face? But also there's these people who are YouTube stars and Instagram yeah. following. And like, I went to this talk at SAG the other day and this is just as much a question for me guys as, as for everyone else. At this SAG discussion, they, it was a social media present presentation and they were talking about how this guy had gotten x amount of followers over a certain period of time he had like 10,000 and so when he was working on this indie film they mentioned advertising with the film and right. he said oh yeah yeah I'll uh, I I can help you guys out I have a pretty good following and they saw his following and they were like wow absolutely and he was like cool but here's what I want and he negotiated contract deals a scene with a star and wow. a speaking role that was not originally in his thing because he had a fall. Follow- it was for an indie yeah. movie, so it was smaller. Mm-hmm. But he negotiated contract roles because of it, and then it just makes you question everything.
3: <laughs> it really does. It's it's yeah. something that I feel like I've struggled with so much, and it's so frustrating, and it's weird and kind of awkward almost it because feels gross. it feels gross, and it's mm-hmm. like you're you're promoting yourself in a weird way, and it doesn't really feel genuine and like yourself. And I think it's rare to do that and feel not gross. Um, mm-hmm. I, I understand that there are benefits to having a big following on whatever platform it is. I've had agents tell me like really work on that, focus on that. Um, yeah. I've seen it make a difference for proje- certain projects um, when it's down to two people and they really have nothing else to decide between sure. other than this person has a built-in fan base. However, other than that, uh, unless you are a YouTube star, and that's a very different monster than what we do. Mm-hmm. Unless so you different. are in that lane, I don't see it being a make or break. I've had friends who have booked life-changing parts and incredible projects who have mm-hmm. a thousand followers. Well, and it's not... Yeah, I don't think it's everything. I see that it can benefit sometimes, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's something to, like, go nuts about. Yeah.
2: I'll say... This about it. First of all, that was for me. That's a huge like reconciliation that I had this year because I at one point was like, "Okay, gonna do, gonna work with the algorithms, gonna work with the boost groups on my DMs to make sure that whenever mm-hmm. I post, it goes out, like just like optimize, optimize, optimize." Um, but it was. Killing my soul. Totally. Because because, we're actors. We didn't get into this to do Instagram. No, but to be fair, there are actors who that is enough. And I don't, I'm not here to be like, oh, you're the wrong type of actor. You're just not my type of actor. Because to me, like, I, I, that's not My MO is not coming from how many followers do I have, what brands are collaborating with me, who knows my name, who knows my face. Like, that's just not it. Um, But it is daunting because also I have a business mind for this and I know that it's part of it. But anyway, so like the, the... the thing that I know is, yes, followers... You're right, Jenna. Like, it will be something where it's like just that final straw, right? It's like, ah, well, mm-hmm. this person's got a million followers, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. then it's like, okay, well, toss the other one, even though she was great. Toss her because this one's got a million. Um, it, it It's not that much of a thing anymore, I'll say. It is. It is. But it's also not... Because now you can buy your followers. yeah, And so casting directors, people, they're all starting to catch on to this as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's... It's becoming saturated. It's... Yes, it's becoming saturated. And, you know, it just... I really... Like, I deleted my Instagram... Facebook, I haven't really used in a long time. Um, I would say the only reason why I still have it is to like go and log Groups. back onto our group, yeah. Um, yeah, and just like check in and see. Um, but literally, just no Facebook. Um, and you know, I'll have people who are like, why, why not? And I'm like, because I, because I'm, ugh, it gets yeah. into my brain. Well, and the kills thing is, me. it's
1: like we have to play that fine line so much because. You know, the way actors are painted, like, we're narcissistic. We're me, me, me. You know, like, that's how we're painted to a lot of the world and a lot of people in the industry. And so, for me, with the whole social media thing, like, I try so hard not to play into that, Mm -hmm. you know? But then it's just, like, damn, okay, like, here I am posting a a pic and, like, you know, looking like I'm happy and, you know, Mm -hmm. free and stuff like that. And Like, gotta play the game. Yeah, you (laughs) know, and it's just, like, sometimes... (laughs) I mean, for like the last month, honestly, yeah. I've just been really not uh, active on there. Um, I actually like deleted the app off my phone uh, for like for a week, and I just turned it back on on Monday. It feels really good, though. yeah, it's so good. And, but and, and so you know, liberating. it's just like honestly, I get <laughs> the sorry, no, 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 go, go. I get the game of it because at the end of the day, this whole industry is a game, and you have to figure out like you know do you want to play it how you want to play it and yeah. when you want to play it and i see you know the social media thing it it's it's such a gift and a curse because you know you can allow these people to really see like you know who you really are and like you More also have con- them to see yeah, yeah yeah you like have that control over you know what you want to share and what you don't want to share but then like yeah like my new orleans agent one time like he called me and was like you know you need to look into getting your followers up getting your followers nah. up and i was just like all right you know like no, the, but it, you're like just, i'm busy in class it's the, yeah. like Wrong. working on yeah. i
2: really think okay again so it goes back to that mm. thing where it's like there are some people who when they get into the entertainment industry, actually what they want to be is just an Instagram or YouTube star. right? You know, and like, that's what, that is what they want. Like for me, it's like, I just want to rock it out on like the high end of the indie, um, like film scene for like a good couple of years and then go on to the like studios. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want, but there's people who, yeah, all they want to do is just come in, rock out, get in a million followers and all Mm -hmm. of these things. And that's why I think they thrive in that arena. But like for people who are here to do the job of being an athlete of emotion, which is truly to me, what we do um, it is just like, that's not, I don't think we need to focus on our social media, like use it. Yeah. I honestly think mm, that this, this think so, question yeah. is actually more of like a healing question, just like blanket to the world. Like <laughs> what are we doing with our social media universe? But right. like, For actors, I think – because I've had so many friends who booked – big, huge, like, ABC pilots or Mm -hmm. shows or movies or whatever, and they had zero followers. Yeah. And then because they booked the show, now they have... Now, exactly. I mean, I I know some actors that,
1: like, are so totally against it, and they're, like, working as series regulars and stuff and, like, won't. So,
3: to me, That that that
2: is proof enough to me that social media is not the make or break. Like, Mm. it is you. So I would so much have rather had, like, your agent call you and be like, yo, uh, you're shooting anything of your own? Like, when am I going to see something that's like, you mm. know, a series from you? Or like, who are you talking to? Who are you not working with? And not like, okay, well, so see, can we get you to focus on your And that conversation
1: followers. came off of the heels of a breakdown that came out for a movie, like an indie movie that I was like perfect for. But they mm. literally... Had in there oh, that they Lord. were looking for actors that had a hundred k plus followers on social but media. But that's what I'm saying so is like so, and, okay, and it so was
3: just like so Are you serious? How about actors you who know? can carry your movie? No, and tell but that's the what I'm story. saying it's like mm-hmm. you
2: can buy a hundred k followers. You can't yeah. buy your work ethic. Mm. You can't buy your talent. You can't buy your. You can't buy your essence. You can't buy what exactly. specifically Sierra, Jenna, Sam, whoever. Is booking this part because of who they are, which is exactly why you hire an actor, in my opinion. And in the say- flip
1: side of it is too, because I've heard the conversations where they will get these people that have, you know, x amount of hundred thousands or even like a million followers, and no disrespect the to them at all, because they're hustling just no, as exactly. much. Again, they're but all it's just doing like the they, uh, there have been like proof in the pudding that. Their followers don't equate dollars. No, you know so exactly or viewers. Or viewers. I would say so. It's just kind like, of like you know, let's get down to the the basics of it. Like you know, let's get back down to the talent and, yeah. like you said, the essence of what you're trying to yeah. bring to the project.
3: It's kind of like what you were saying about writing. If you get some sort of joy out of playing the game and and following the algorithms and spending time on the different apps, if that is something that you feel like, I can control this. I really enjoy building it and seeing it. Great. Great for you. It can't hurt you. But don't spend your time stressing out about it. It's not going to be the make or break for your career. And some people
1: do. I mean, and and I've had friends, not like actors, but like still in the industry – like, try to kill themselves to get the right pictures, post it up, make sure the color scheme is this, this, and that. And then, yeah. like, being like, hey, can you like my stuff? Because I don't have enough likes on it. And I'm yeah. like, "Real." And then, like, I there's other actresses that I know around town that, I mean, every single day they're posting, like, four and five pictures of, you know. Yeah. And, like, or they, uh, there's this one girl that I know that she gets, like, three or four of her friends together and they pick a day once a week or once every other week where they all just, like, put on different outfits, right. go throughout town, and oh, just, I've like, that. you know. <laughs> it's but, even, and it's funny, really because I've tried to get some of my friends to literally do Literally doing that this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, no, and I have. Like, no, like I've it literally just hurting. been like, I mean, yo, like, can we that's get great. together and do that so yeah. I could post? And it's funny, because I have so many pictures on my phone from doing stuff like that. And then, like, sometimes I just don't like posting, because I'm just like, yeah. I don't really and know and know it's like, say, if you want to do
3: that, great. It can't hurt you. It can be something else you can bring attention to, but it's not everything. No.
2: No. And, and just like my last little thing on this whole thing is, uh, I, so the, the, the freaking poison that is social media to me, uh, it corresponds with like, you know, I was on, I was on my Instagram (laughs) five Mm -hmm. seconds ago. No, I'm kidding. I was on my Instagram (laughs) last night and I was going down the rabbit hole of just like clicking on tagged people. Mm -hmm. And I arrived at this girl's page. I don't know who she is, blah, 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 whatever. But she has, like, 100K-plus followers. And I'm looking at her page. It's well curated. I can tell that she's working hard at it. But literally, I don't see her. She has mm. at least 50 posts, you know? I like Because she did something where she, like, restarted her page again. Mm-hmm. She has at least 50 posts. She's got a lot of followers. She's got a lot of likes. She's got a lot of views on all these things. But I don't see her, guys. And what I mean by that is, like, I see... The product of society I see the product of of advertisement right now I'm looking at her and all I'm seeing is a Jenner and a Kardashian knockoff I see the perfect hair I see the fashion nova fits shout out to fashion nova yeah um you know what I mean but like yeah no you you guys are killing it with the fashion (laughs) I'm not knocking you, but like you know what I mean is like I don't see her yeah and what I think that The poison of that and the poison of that game of kind of trying to hit the algorithms, trying to hit what we're supposed to look like on social media is poisoning the industry because then we are flowing with that idea of, okay, because she's hitting this algorithm and because they're hitting all of these things, they're getting the followers, they're getting the likes, they're getting the clickbait. So, okay, great, we'll take them and we'll put them in this web series, indie movie feature, network show, streaming show, whatever, because we know that they've got the following that will come with it. But what I think is the poison of that is, like I said, there is no her. I mean, you know, I don't mean to make a judgment on this specific girl. I'm just kind of using her as an overall kind of cautionary okay, I tale. You know, you, mean. you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. because again... The beauty of, I'm staring at all of these movie posters around us and these like huge actors who are on them, but like literally, yes, okay, maybe they knew some people, they crushed their auditions, they'd worked with a producer on something else, but like the reason why they are so iconic in these roles is because nobody would have done it like them. So, what I want is to see all of these people on their Instagrams being them, being who they are, not trying to match the game of it because. To me, if you're, to me, an actor is the, at their best in their work when they are, you know, being themselves, which is funny because we're always playing a role. But as we yeah. all know, as we all know, it's really just ourselves.
0: Yeah. I agree. And yeah.
1: Our, our interpretation through it. You okay,
0: know. I'm going to keep going. Yes. Do, do it. Um, how late can you guys stay? That brings us to the end of today's podcast, but surprise, this is not the end. We talked so much and we had so much to say on so many of your guys' topics that we also recorded a part two. So keep your eyes on your podcast feed and note that there will be a bonus episode this week coming out on Thursday. If you guys liked anything from this podcast today, please, please, please check out all of those girls on Instagram. Check out their posts on the One Broke Actress page and make sure to subscribe and review. I know she said it again, but it's really important, guys, honestly. And if you could screenshot, review and send it to me, I will give you so much love on Instagram and I would give you a million dollars, but I don't have that yet because then this podcast would have to have a different name. So anyway, thank you guys so much for your attention and for listening this week. And I will talk to you on Thursday.